Hello everyone and welcome back to our channel over here at Broke Boy Media and today we are going to be re-reviewing Men in Black International. I was, um, I, I messed up. I, we, me and Devin recorded for like 30 to 35 minutes on our past review and for whatever reason my recording audio through OBS did not uh, pick up on our um, on our voices in general so it updated prior and I didn't double check to see if it was actually picking up on our voices and that was my fault so we're gonna do a re-review of it um it's much worse you guys missed out yeah well yeah it actually you did it's it, it was really I was we were feeling it you know like the flow was going the juices were flowing it was it was amazing but yeah so we're gonna do a another men in black international review um probably won't be as long because <laughs> don't really want to repeat ourselves but then again they haven't really heard our thoughts yet but um <laughs> only we know but yeah so today i'm joined here by Devin. how are you doing today man doing swell how about you i i'm i'm feeling like an idiot <laughs> yeah. i was just ah. Uh, dumbfounded and i was like oh my gosh i'm like i've asked Devin if he wants to do this again i'm like if he doesn't want to do it again i totally understand if he doesn't luckily we had a nice dead don't die double down yeah <laughs> dead don't dead don't die double down double feature whatever you want to call it i prefer double down i like that a little bit yeah better. but yeah so <laughs> men in black international it was directed by f gary gray and two of the writers on this movie was Matt Holloway and Art Markham. That is a very odd name. I like it. Uh, yeah. Art Markham. Hey there, Markham. Hey there, Art. You think it's Bart or Arthur? Mm. Mm. I don't know. Artie. Artie. Artie Markham. Congratulations. <laughs> and a few stars in here. We have Chris Hemsworth, Tessa Thompson, Liam Neeson, uh, Kamile Nanjani. I got it right this time. I think it's Kumail. Kumail. Okay, I didn't get it right this time, but I was closer than before. And he plays uh, the alien Pawnee. Um, and we also have uh, Rebecca Ferguson as Riza, and Emma Thompson as Agent O, and among a few others, obviously. So your thoughts on this movie going in right before you saw it? Were you expecting it to be you know, mind blowing or, you know, at least a decent film or were you just expecting it to flop overall? Yeah. Going in, the expectations were definitely very low just because the trailers didn't look very promising. And then the reviews started coming in very poor in the twenties and Rotten Tomatoes, I think. So yeah. Um, yeah. Just was not, did not have very high expectations, but I think that actually ended up helping me because um, when your expectations are low, you're more open to enjoy yourself. I think. That is very true, and a lot of people. I feel like a lot of people tend to forget that notion. You know, they they come in with all these super high expectations. Like I was listening to like Cameron Barstool earlier today, and um, I'm a few uh, podcasts behind, but they were talking about their X Men Dark Phoenix trailer, uh. the 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 review, not the trailer in itself. And they said, uh, you know, people on their Reddit um, didn't believe how bad of a movie it was, even though I personally don't believe it's like the worst movie ever made because i've heard some people say that i'm like i've definitely seen worse in my life than this it was a bad movie but i've i've we've we've both seen some stuff a lot of things um but <laughs> they were going on and on about that and they pretty much mentioned they're like yeah you know if you if you go into a movie not expecting a lot from it 
then like you said, you know, you're more um, likely to have a really good time with it overall instead of being completely let down and sitting there for what, like an hour and a half to two hours, maybe even more just sitting through a, a terrible, terrible film. And, you know, I, my, my thoughts pretty much align with yours. You know, I, I was excited in a way just because, you know, we, we, we get Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson back at it again from uh, Thor Ragnarok. and Avengers Yeah. It's like Endgame. the one reason that we went to go see it just because of that reunion. Yeah, we got Agent H and M, H and Hen- Henry and Molly. Henry Don't know why Molly. they had to give them names, but yeah, I wasn't really feeling the whole Molly for Tessa. I was like, I honestly felt like you could have just used your own first names, and we would have been cool with it. But it's yeah, it is what it is. But yeah, I I, I enjoyed it. Um, I I really enjoyed the um the comedic effects for, it. and I know that you uh mentioned that in our non-existent other review of this movie <laughs> saying that the uh the comedy effect pretty much saved all of it because we also mentioned that the plot was pretty similar to like two other two to three other films that we saw when you know, yeah the, the the bland villain syndrome yeah, yeah the what was it the the hive can take the yeah. form of anyone as Liam Neeson kindly put it and you know we we saw that in dark phoenix we we saw that in Captain Marvel. I feel like we saw that in another movie. I can't remember. I remember it's basically all just based on Terminator, basically. Yeah, and Terminator. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So congratulations. We, we got three movies within what a year of you know. Oh, you know the bad guys that can take the form of anyone. But like we I mentioned before, um, that you know it was kind of different with different with captain marvel because um you know the scrolls can they could take the form of someone but they only regain the most recent memories of that um human or being in general but um let's uh let's just get into spoilers uh really quick so if you haven't seen this movie turn back now i'm not sure we've actually really given away too much already but who cares it is what it is um so what would be like your your favorite scene of this movie overall? What what made you chuckle the most or the audience chuckle the most? Any scene where Pawnee had a line was just the best part. He definitely stole the show. He really did. And the whole the whole crowd was laughing. There was even like applauding and cheering like really? after he said the line a couple times. Oh that's but... how much that's how much people like Pawnee. <laughs> it's like wait, wait, pause and pause it, go back, go back. <laughs> when he pretty much uh saved Agent M. Uh, Tessa yeah. Thompson's character. I was like, this dude's a lot stronger than I thought. But yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting um, overall. I thought probably the funniest part was when, um, besides the the Thor, you know, uh, joke that they threw in there, the he, goes, he goes to reach for the tiny hammer, <laughs> he throws it, and the guy, the alien, catches it. He's like, that was an incredible catch. <laughs> 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 and then uh, Pawnee uh, pledging his eternal. Uh, loyalty to Tessa Thompson. <laughs> my like, queen. My queen. He's like, wait, are you a queen? Hmm? I pledge eternal loyalty to you. <laughs> he's like, no, no, no. He's like, sorry, I already said it. And he's like, you should have said no, no, no before. <laughs> I thought that was funny when his his previous queen had died, and he's like, I have to kill myself in the most gruesome way possible. And he kept like prolonging it because he clearly didn't want to do it. And he's like, wait a minute, maybe if. He's like, maybe we can honor the dead by, you know, 
living our life and honoring their memory. And they're like, yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> you don't have to kill yourself or, you know, one person just because your uh, your old queen, your uh, old queen of power has been destroyed. But I thought it was cool. I feel like I'm repeating myself probably because we recorded this before, but that's okay. Um, yeah, the, the villains were definitely lackluster. And then the action sequences were not very good, like any of them. Yeah, I, I liked more of the uh, the world building overall. Just yeah, <laughs> the aliens um, looked cool because they always do in Men in Black movies. Like oh, they for look, sure. The models look really good. I wish we would have gotten more of the uh, the talking dog. Yeah, you only got one line out of him. Yeah, I, I I actually thought that between if it was like him and uh, Pawnee going having like their little like back and forth, that would have been funny. Spinoff. Spinoff. There we go. A Pawnee, hey. a Pawnee movie. Netflix original. <laughs> Honestly, I would kind of like to see a Men in Black original TV show. I think that that would definitely uh, work. They would just have to get the right cast. But I remember there, saying, there is one. Yeah, there is. I, was, I think we're thinking the same thing yeah. here. But there's one thing <laughs> yeah, that we brought ahead. up in the previous video that we have to bring up here is that this was originally going to be a 21 Jump Street Men in Black crossover. Yeah, that would have been freaking amazing to see. That would have been amazing. And I I would have lost it. Like you get pretty much everyone from this cast and you get Channing Tatum, Jonah Hill, yes. Tessa Thompson, Chris Hemsworth, <laughs> Camille Nanjiani. Just yes. Maybe throw a little ice cube in there. I don't know. No. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been so good. It would have brought in flesh or fresh stuff to the Men in Black series that definitely needs it. Oh, for sure, because, you know, you get the, the men in black who deal more with, like, obviously more outer world threats. And you have 21 Jump Street. You have these two secret organizations that are just, you know, it would be, it would be kind of funny if they never knew about each other and they kind of played off that. It's like, wait, you know, you're two secret organizations that don't know about each other. Like, how does that work? I thought that would be uh, pretty funny to see. But um, well, what did you think of uh, Liam Neeson's character when it came to the villain? Because I thought, um, as I said yesterday before, um, that it was either going to be uh, Chris Hemsworth, Agent H, or Liam Neeson's character. Because, you know, during the very beginning, you know, we, sh we see them defeating, quote unquote, the Hive. But we don't know at that point that Agent H um, has been neuralized. And, you know, he kept repeating himself on how he defeated the hive and you know wouldn't go into any greater detail so um what well i guess well, what was your thoughts about you know the twist about oh there's a mall within mib it doesn't really work anymore making liam neeson the surprise bad guy because <laughs> obviously they did it in widows and he's had some but it was so good in real life like it i yeah. I literally almost jumped out of my seat. I was like, no. And then they it, showed. It, it works in Widows because before that, he was always a good guy. And he's never really been a bad guy, except, I guess, Batman begins. But Oh, yeah, that's right. That, that, that was a good movie. I, I got to rewatch that sometime. But yeah, it plays on your expectations because you think Liam Neeson, no, he's, he's a good guy. But now it doesn't really work for him to be the bad guy because you're already used to it. <laughs> that smile, man. That damn smile. <laughs> that damn smile. <laughs> Damn smile. Yeah, so it, I at first and all also I thought it was the uh the other agent with the uh the glasses. I thought he was the mole at first because he seemed a bit anal towards Chris Hemsworth. I'm like, oh it's probably him, you know, getting fed up. But then again, it's like why would he risk his own job by, you know, compromising the same organization that he works for? 
So I'm like, okay, that doesn't really make any sense. And then I was like, oh, wow. So it's Liam Neeson's character. Um, you know, he turned into that weird alien thing. And um, I felt like he was like defeated too quickly. I felt like the movie was a little bit too fast paced, but um, I had my laughs with it overall. I don't know if this is a movie that I uh, buy on Blu-ray, but like, you know, if, if it's on TV or if it comes on to like Netflix or Hulu or and the other streaming service like HBO, like I, I would definitely give it another watch for sure. Yeah, me too. It's ready for scores to wrap yeah, this up. Yeah, Literally, yeah, let, let's let's wrap this up because I'm I was trying to think like what else did I say about the movie yesterday? And I'm like, you know what? Let's just wait, let's get it over. I mean, and we're we're sorry if we're trying to rush through this one. It's uh just that we talked about this movie for like 35 minutes yesterday, and it was pure comedy gold. And I screwed the pitch on that. But, so, what would you give the score out of 100, Devin? I'm, I'm just going to go with a, a 60. Okay. Like I said, the story and everything is pretty rough. But then, there's enough humor in it to get you through it. I was never bored throughout the movie. So, it was just the perfect summer blockbuster. Entertain you. Yeah. Turn your brain off. I got Don't you. really need to expect anything. Yeah, for me, I'd probably give it like a 63, just a little bit higher, just be, just because, I mean, in general, um, like you said, you know, pretty much everything that you said, but I I really just, um, I, I really like the chemistry that Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson uh, give off each other, and, you know, they've been in movies together in the past, and that, that was like, my favorite part was just, you know, seeing these two MCU characters, or seeing any MCU character in general in other movies because you know as much as we love the marvel cinematic universe it's it's always great to see you know especially with with like chris hems well not chris hemsworth because they might do uh thor 4 but just in general you know seeing them on uh, do different projects appear in different movies and just seeing their career flourish yeah so that is our thoughts uh comments and our thoughts comments and concerns excuse me about men in black uh international um just to let you guys know uh we will be trying to put for our audio listeners trying to put our reviews on spotify and itunes um i said in our um in our previous video that we uh just recorded for the dead don't die that um you know i'm working towards getting our itunes um subscription or our itunes channel whatever you want to call it podcast i guess uh submitted that does take a while and once that goes through i'm gonna you know i'm i gotta start from like you know one type of podcast um platform between itunes spotify and then go from there i've been messing around with a few uh other uh softwares that i've been you know i kind of like but you know in general but we hope you guys uh, like this review. Let us know your thoughts, comments, and concerns in the comment section down below if you're watching this on YouTube, what you liked about it, what you didn't like it. And before I forget, um, you can always follow us on Twitter at BrokeBoyMedia. That's Broke underscore Boy, spelled B-O-I underscore Media. And we will see you guys in the next one. Peace.